This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Theme to the 2022 defense is their inability to stop rushing attacks. And it's the second time in three weeks the Seahawks have allowed 200 plus rushing yards. It's also the third time in four games that an opponent's rushed it 40 or more times against the Seahawks. And this was a close-ish game. Like, that should not be happening. And it's frustrating, as Griff said, you know, and as you mentioned, Ty, okay, Shelby Harris is out. And so you're like, okay, well, he he was a very important run defender, especially in the even front looks. Um, that's a bit of a loss, but they've got Woods and Monet. Like, they, can, they should be able to handle it. Okay, yeah. Woods, who was playing a lot of like uh, big end in the bare front looks and five technique in those looks this game, uh, based on what I saw on the broadcast and what Pete Carroll said. Okay, he hurts his heel, but you know, still got Monet, they've still got Jefferson, they've still got Puna Ford. <clears throat> they should be able to stop the run. Like they're they're playing more cover three. They barring a really bad early third and ten call, which was just bad scheme, like and bad play call, especially for the two back look they got presented with. Um, they sh- they should have been able to stop that um, the run because they were in like middle field close. They had plus one in the box. They were they were get matching the numbers up. They weren't trying to cheat the math too much. They were trying to defend the run, and yet they couldn't. They they just they just couldn't. And I think yeah, Gri- Griff's right. There was like some wriggly kind of runs from uh, Foreman, Hubbard, even Blackshear, the rookie, like where yeah. they sort of managed to get an extra crease. And I think the defense did get a bit tired, and they weren't helped by the offense doing almost nothing in the second half but yeah. man so griff you were saying before, there's a lot sort of i don't know where you want to take this but I, i'd be interested in your thoughts because you're saying off air about the coaching staff and on the defense and your take on that like Pete carroll said he needs to do more but i'm not sure what more he can do schematically um what's your take well i i think schematically i mean we can just kind of go back to the stuff some of the stuff that they did last year with like a lot of more line like Again, we talk about every week they do do some of it, but just more line movements, more uh, what are effectively run blitzes. Um, you know, maybe they did it when we go back and watch the tape and we can really digest it. But, um, it, you know, it kind of makes sense that they fall apart in the second half compared to the first half because if they remain static, then different types of runs can hit you harder. There were, I think when they were, I think maybe at one point they played some too high and they were in their even front and then gap started hitting them like counter and trap runs, but then it was cutting back. Um, and you have a, you have one less guy in the box here there. If you cut back, you say, say you are leverage everything right front side 
that means but if you're out gap though it's, if it, it the cutback and gap can hit gap schemes can hit really hard is what i'm saying um and that happened to them a couple of times um um i, I do wonder if they need to install like more calls essentially um i do wonder if they're too static but then also pete talked about this earlier on in the season he said the way that they're trying to coach tackling to be different so that the second guy that comes in the first guy wraps up and then the second guy comes in goes for the ball and i wonder if that's why they're not bottling up as many of these tackles because they have in the front seven they mostly have the same personnel and where there are differences you could argue at least on paper they felt like upgrades um and they have more missed tackles this year than they did all of last year they were one of the better tackling teams last year um and like people say, well, of course, you know, Bobby, Cody Barton, he can't tackle. Well, Cody Barton actually has like very few missed tackles. He has like four on the year. He, he doesn't, his, 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 he has one miss that was egregious in the Lions game, but all in all, I mean, he tends to bottle ball carriers up. It's not him. Um, so I really do wonder is it like the way that they're teaching gang tackling and stuff? Um, also, Maddie, you mentioned, you know, now that Clint Hurd has been promoted as the guy that, I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify replaced him who was an assistant last year at defensive line is maybe he has something to do with it and like, i have no idea there's no way we can say that right sitting here but like puna ford has regressed this year and he, he did regain himself a little bit um but like why why is puna ford regressing he's not he's not al woods he's not 35 it would make sense for woods to regress but why is the young guy regressing right it doesn't make sense that's um, um by the way at Damian Lewis is the assistant defensive line coach uh, slash defensive tackle, you know, interior defensive line guy. He's his third year on the staff. Yeah. And, you know, after all, what got them when they did rebound for the beginning of the season, what got them back on track was reverting to what they did last year. Mm-hmm. And that's that's Pete Carroll stepping in and saying, OK, I'm running the show a little bit more hands on now. So maybe if there are issues cropping back up again, does that mean he's kind of letting letting his his uh his younger assistants inexperienced relatively speaking assistants kind of kind of put the ball back in their court a little bit to to try to make something happen then is it getting away from them again does pete need to step in pete said he needs to do more in the press conference i mean that could just be head coach you know giving canned answers because he's going to take the fall no matter no matter what but maybe is that actually indicative of something behind the scenes is he giving them I don't want to say too long a leash, but is he is he delegating too much? Does he need to reinsert himself? I don't know. Um, but I don't know. That's my that's my open ended rant. No, good good rant. Uh, probably difficult to know what the actual answers are, but mm-hmm. you know the the good thing is. This five game stretch, like they're playing against real teams, like what's so disappointed about this four game uh one and three deal is all of those games were against teams with records under five hundred. 
And so now it's kind of put up or shut up. You know, are are you going to make the playoffs, or is this is this your season? In a nutshell, you didn't quite have the talent. Maybe you know your coaching staff in year one of Hurt being a, a play caller in uh, year one of the new kind of system and new coaches all working together. Um, you know, maybe it wasn't quite good enough, but now their schedule is tough. Like, it's really, really tough. Like, <laughs> there's no easy games. And, heck, they've struggled with the supposedly easy games. But, like, you know, you, you've got uh, the Rams, which I guess is the easiest game to end the season. But, you know... 49ers look formidable, won again, blew out the Buccaneers when in a game which you kind of hoped the Buccaneers would drop. Then you got the at the Kansas City Chiefs on Christmas Eve, which could ruin Christmas because their offense is absolutely red hot. And then you've got the against the Jets, which like they're a legitimate team with a really good defense, and they'll probably run the heck out of the football, especially if Seattle uh, has similar difficulties to what they've had. So, yeah. 